And so now we await a result from the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners. The Texas Rangers win tonight, and uh, the Toronto Blue Jays will show up at the ballpark tomorrow knowing that they are in the playoffs. It's Kevin Barker and Jeff Blair on Blue Jays Talk. Kevin, we noticed as soon as we got to the ballpark tonight, even before that offensive explosion in the third inning, there was a different type of energy, a different type of feel to this place than certainly in the games against the Yankees and and and, and maybe for the past, I don't know, the past month or so. There, there was, hard to explain, just felt different. It was a big crowd. Uh, there was the hoodie giveaway. The Ooh. roof was open. But it just felt different. It felt, it really felt like, like October baseball. Yeah, today. it's a little chill in the air. You know, it's Yusei's on the mound. They got their new lineup, the new look lineup. Belts hitting second. Uh, Bo Bichette's hitting cleanup. Yeah, this sort of. Matt Chapman's hitting homers. There you go, right? Maybe it's, maybe this is what it's all about, right? Maybe Chapman hitting in the eight hole is the best thing for him. It looks simple. Doesn't look like he's overthinking it. Staying in the big part of the field. I know he talked to. To uh, Hazel a couple days ago, and he was saying he was that's all he was trying to do is stay in the big part of the field, and sort of looks like he's doing that right. He's getting the ball down. That's his sort of natural bat path is trying to hit the ball down. So you're doing that. It just looks like it's simple now, right? It's pitchers going out doing their job, hold it long enough till somebody can get the big hit. Tonight it was early on Alejandro Kirk, right? It's you know, you're not dragging your barrel in the zone. You're rotating your barrel through the zone. He's sort of been dragging that thing all year, right? You can picture it when he opens up. He's cheating, right? The the hips flying open and it's just not shoulder squared to the ball, and that's what makes your barrel sort of drag. Now he's landing a little bit more closed. Shoulders are direct to the baseball. Rotating, the barrel will follow. It's a little shorter and quicker. allows him to use more of the entire field. Not a line-to-line guy, but... At least it gives him a chance. So, yeah, it's exactly what the doctor ordered, right? You get through a little bump in the middle of the game, sort of holding your breath, and then they add on runs and sort of adds a little separation, makes it easier. Everybody can exhale and have a little fun. I'm with you. It's got a little different atmosphere. It's People can smell it. can smell the playoffs are coming. Three, four, five in the order tonight, a combined nine for 13 Ooh. with eight runs scored. Um, John Schneider's a John genius. Schneider's a genius. Oh, he is. Yeah. There's not much doubt about it. He might get manager of the no, year votes. God, you kidding he me? might get manager of the year votes <laughs> for, for breathing some life into breathing <laughs> breathing some life into this group. Brandon Belt with the home run. Oh, wow. uh, Bo, uh, man, Bo was all over the place tonight. Uh, four hits, three runs scored. Uh, I believe that's his first the first game this year where he's had three runs scored. Vladdy had three runs scored. I mean, you had everything, extra base hits. Yes, the, the Rays helped out. I, I have no idea what uh, Manuel Margot was looking at tonight, but it wasn't a fly yeah, ball. Out, their outfield defense not real good. Nah, their outfield defense looked to me like it looked to me like they may have had some of the champagne on the flight and maybe, you know, they, they had an off day yesterday. They may have, they may have gone a little hard because. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. Uh, well, they're in the playoffs then. And uh, there was a great dugout shot of, of Kevin Cash. With his hat off, just kind of scratching his head, like, am, "Am I really seeing? Am I, am I really seeing this?" But yeah, and look, credit to the Blue Jays. I mean, they took advantage of all those situations, 
And, uh, you know, you look at your lineup card, man, up and down the lineup card. Everybody did something. You know, Dalton Varshall, George Springer had quiet nights. But other than that, everybody did something. Jeff, I, I've never played on a team this late in the season that's trying to make the playoffs and must win games. I can't understand the pressure. Like, there has to be pressure on these guys to go out and think that they have to score three runs apiece and pass the baton and hit the double and get the big two out and RBI and – throw strike one and be efficient with two strikes and strike a bunch of guys out and not allow the lineup to score runs. Like, it's a lot of pressure on these guys. And for them to actually come out against a really good team and make it look somewhat easy, that's a credit to everybody in the in the Blue Jays organization and in that dugout. Everybody's got the, the, their hand in this. And it's kind of nice to start to watch the offense look the way the offense is supposed to look. 416 870 star 590 one 590 Those are, as always, the numbers to call. It is Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker, a winning edition of Blue Jays Talk. 11-4, the Jays taking the first game of a three-game series against the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the Jays, I guess, their most likely postseason opponent. The Jays, uh, as we said, will now, I guess they'll, some of them will probably stay in the clubhouse. Some of them may go home. The Texas Rangers and Seattle Mariners are about to start. Texas can clinch the AL West. They've got Nate Uvalde going. You've got to feel good about this tonight if you're a Jays fan. You've got to feel good about Texas this. Texas score runs. Your bullpen stinks. Yeah, their bullpen stinks. It's man. not good. Don't, don't be afraid to, <laughs> don't score, be afraid 15 to runs. score 15 runs. It be nice for Marcus uh. Semyon to go uh, five for five with four home runs or something like that tonight i mean good vibes all over the place uh, nice nice moment for cam eden uh gets a pinch hit appearance crowd gives him a nice ovation davis schneider gets a nice ovation i i mean it was just one of those nights it you know it is fan appreciation weekend and it's a whole hell of a lot easier to have a fan appreciation weekend when the team's going to the playoffs because believe me i've been through a lot of them where they haven't gone to the playoffs and you know you're kind of creating your own energy but this was and I guess, look, we, we've talked about this. Offense creates energy, right? No, Offense no creates energy. I mean, you want it. pitching and defense is nice, but nobody, nobody stands for, for a whole inning after a defensive play, you know? It doesn't get people out of, out of their seats the way, the way a sustained offensive attack did. And that was the thing with this team. That was a sustained, that third inning in particular, man, that was just, that was, that was I mean, they just tied into they just tied into that. Yeah, I just like who's doing it, right? It, it's the it's your better hitters that we expected to do things all season that have had some ups and downs, and it just looks like they're free and easy again. It's not the easiest thing to say, right, in must-win games. Go out and have a good time. Like, let it come to you. Don't try and go out there and get it. It's not the easiest thing to do, and they just look like, I don't know if it has anything to do with the change in the lineup, but let's give them credit. They've changed it. It looks different. They're hitting the ball. They got eleven runs and sixteen hits. When's yep. the last time you said that, Jeff? Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, again, the uh, the offense spread out throughout the lineup card. Uh, just a, a just a really good. I mean, any win in this time of year when you're going for the playoffs is a big win, obviously. But to win eleven four, to have that type of offense, just I think a real good feeling for for John Schneider and the Jays. Uh, you know, as, with a couple of games left to play and. You know, Hyunjin Ryu starts tomorrow, but uh, pitching, I, I imagine there could be some, some changes on the horizon for Sunday if the if the Jays can wrap this up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're led to believe they're probably not going to, I can't imagine they, they would wait around all night and then celebrate tonight. They probably 
go home, come back tomorrow, do it after tomorrow's game. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, because gosh knows maybe you say Kikuchi needs to get some sleep because uh, we know how well, much he Well, in the first five sleep. innings, he looked like he had a good solid 14 hours. <laughs> Matthew and Hamilton, you're on Blue Jays Talk. How's it going, guys? Great to hear your voices again. Thank you. It's going well. Excellent. Um, I'll keep it quick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to switch into the, uh, the Texas and Seattle game momentarily here, but um, based off of the conversation we're going to have now, we're essentially into the playoffs, whether we do it uh, tonight or tomorrow. Um, just go through a little pros and cons list, uh, and then ultimately your decision whether you would have Yusei Kikuchi in your playoff rotation. Thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah. Not in the short series. No. Uh, short series, my decision is Goss. Well, we've talked about this. It's Gosman, Bassett, Barrios, Gosman, Barrios, Bassett. I, I think that's a slam dunk. Do you carry you say Kikuchi and put him in the bullpen? I think you have that discussion with them. Um, if they go on, if they go on, I, I still think it's, again, Gosman, Barrios, and Bassett. Those are the guys you're going to structure your uh, the pitching around. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I think you have to. In Yusei's case, Kevin, there may be a situation where he matches up against a team. Yeah, you would think so, right? I mean, you're going to need four. If you continue to move on and you have to play more games, you're going to need four guys. And he would be the obvious choice to be the fourth guy. So, yeah, not not the first round, right? You gotta, you're going to have your bullpen that you want. You're going to have your three guys you want. You're going to empty the tank with <laughs> – I mean, However, you might you, you might keep you might carry him in, in the first round of the bullpen. What's this that make? You got two lefties down there. You got a sinker ball oh, that throws a bazillion. Like I, I don't really know when you'd use him, right? And fastball command's been a thing, right? What he throw? He had seventy six pitches. He threw forty five strikes. That's, I mean, that's decent. It's still arm side. That's the little bit of issue, right? It's the finish. Sometimes it's the overthrowing. It's the you know, it's, it's the max effort every single time. And the third time through, obviously, you wouldn't see the third time through in the playoffs if you're using him in the pen. But it's would you see the extra gear? Would that warrant enough to give him a spot in the pen? Or is he just going to sit out there and be a waste? I First round, not for me. After that, you're going to need a fourth guy. He's the fourth guy. Bob in Toronto, you're in Blue Jays talk. What's up, Bob? Hi, fellas. How are you doing tonight? We are doing well, thank you. Is it is it always Blair and Barker, or is it ever Barker and Blair? It should be Barker and Blair, but I have no I, I, I don't know. It, it, no, it's Blair and Barker, but we can call it Barker and Blair. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, it doesn't I enjoy affect you the both paycheck. Anyway. It doesn't affect the paycheck either way, so I'm all no. good with Our it. bosses said it's Blair and Barker, so it's Blair and Barker. Okay. I like to think they put, anyhow. I was going to say they put experience before beauty or something like that, but that didn't come out the way I meant it to. Mm. So. Uh, go ahead, uh, Bob. Just, just a bit of clarification. There's been a lot of focus on the uh, Seattle Mariners game tonight and whether the Mariners lose and we get in. But doesn't the same apply to the Houston game? If Houston loses tonight, we go two ahead of them, and it doesn't matter what they do on the weekend. We we are we can we have the tiebreaker on that one, don't we? Well, the the main thing you don't want to have you don't want it to get to the tiebreaker though. Seattle loses tonight, you don't care about any tiebreaker. No, but even after tonight, if 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 Houston wins the uh, pardon Doesn't me matter. loses the game tonight, they can't beat us, can they? Uh, we, no, but I mean you you've clinched a playoff spot. Uh, well, like, well, wouldn't we have clinched a playoff spot either way? If uh, if Houston loses, 
Uh, no. Seattle has to lose. Oh. Seattle's right. a team. Seattle is the team that's closest. It, here's the easy way to put it. Seattle is the team closest. All, all you want is one of those teams to be eliminated. Seattle yeah. could be eliminated tonight. That's the easiest way to, to look at it. Seattle yeah. loses tonight. It's done. It's over. The Jays are in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, fellas. All right. I mean, I guess we could worry about the Diamondbacks and the Astros. but um, It's too much going on. Yeah, I just get rid of the. It's like get rid of the team that's on the lowest. You know, the you just want you want somebody eliminated as soon as possible. Yeah, and it's easier to eliminate. It's easier to eliminate Seattle. It is true though that in the you know the the playoff scenario, the Jays do own the tiebreaker with the Houston Astros because uh, they um, they had a better record against the Astros in the season series this year. It's the only tiebreaker they hold over any of those teams and i'm just reading show alio the fl- okay the miami marlins won tonight four three so the diamondbacks do have something but marlins are gonna get in the playoffs i mm. surprising steven Toronto, you're on blue jays talk hello i've got steven Toronto here who wants to know about whit merrifield bueller Going once, going twice. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. The Jays eleven four winners over the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, game two of this series goes tomorrow at three o'clock. All those, all the games Saturday and Sunday, by the way, start at the same time because of uh, because of playoff. The playoff implications and uh, Seattle and Texas are now underway in Seattle with the Mariners wearing those uh, spectacular throwback uniforms that I rather like. Uh, Kevin, Chad Green tonight. Uh, Chad Green, Jimmy Garcia, Jay Jackson came in after you say Kikuchi to put this one away. Uh, we think Chad Green is going to have a pretty important role in this bullpen next year. What do you think his role is going into the playoffs? Well, you gotta you gotta ask yourself who's the big three in the pen. Is he one of the three? I mean, you'd have to argue right now, probably like the one of the three that you have the most confidence in. That would be Hicks, Romano, and Green. So, you know, do you do you probably not want him in the eighth or ninth inning in a playoff game? Huh? You'd rather probably see him in the sixth and seventh inning, but. You're starting to see an uptick in velocity. You're, he's maintaining that. I think that's sort of the thing, right, is, you know, you need a little location. You need a, the the same velocity on the fastball. You need the later break on the secondary stuff. Seems to be there, right? I mean, is it does it look like right now with his stuff that he can miss and get away with it? I, not all the time. Some of the time, so I think that's the worry, right, is the right pocket, the right inning. you got to make sure you're getting that and then – because of the experience he has. And, you know, again, you got to remember, too, in the playoffs, the heart rate's going to go up. That means he might throw a little bit harder. So that will help out, right, the size, the tunneling, the up and down. North and south with tall guys for a hitter is a very hard thing to, to lay off of, right? You don't know what the highest of high is, and you tend to chase that on taller guys, especially guys that have iron mic. That's the, you know, it doesn't have a three-quarter arm slot. It's just sort of straight over the top. So, 
Yeah, for me, it's a sixth and seventh inning guy, not an eighth and ninth inning guy. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. The Blue Jays 11-4 winners over the Tampa Bay Rays. The Mariners and Rangers are uh, underway in Seattle. They're in the top of the first inning still. Not much going on there. Um, that game is on Sportsnet. You want to follow it. Uh, and again, it's very simple at this point in time. The Mariners lose tonight. The Jays are in the postseason. The Mariners win tonight. And eh, we get to do it again tomorrow. But the most important thing is that right now the Jays have, uh, the Jays control their own destiny. Seattle, frankly, needs help from other people to uh, get into the postseason. Joe in Halifax, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Yeah, fellas, thanks for taking the call. I just I don't have a whole lot to say other than uh, when I come home. I, I listened to part of the game on the radio a couple of different times and and uh, part of it on TV, and I just uh, can't remember the last time I, I... I can't remember the last time I felt so good about listening to a ball game or watching it. They just... Uh, Everybody, everything clicked. Everybody played like I, I believe they can play more regularly, and it washed a lot of the, the sour memories out of out of um, games that, that they, I know they should have won. They tripped over themselves, but tonight they they played like real pros, and they just uh, and especially who they played and uh, who they beat and uh, the way they beat them. It really, I really enjoyed. It. And, and by the way, I, I do most of the time I enjoy listening to you guys going at each other and. Unless you're both talking 12 miles an hour and talking at the same time, but you do a good job. Hmm. We'll try not mm. to do that. Thank you very much for the call. Um, yeah, listen, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a, it was one of the better nights at the ballpark this year. I think that's probably the way to put it. Uh, like I said, and it was noticeable when he walked in the park tonight. And I know Dan and Buck referred to this as well. During the telecast, it just there, there was uh, there was the feeling there was an energy even before uh, the Jays, you know, put some runs up on the board. I, I think maybe, I think maybe Kevin, you know, that there's is a realization that this is a playoff preview. This is a playoff preview for the Blue Jays. And I'll tell you another thing at work here: fans realize. Uh, let's be clear: this could be the final games you see at home this year because the Jays the. The, the wild card series is on the road. So, you know, I think maybe there's that at work here as well with the fans is there's a realization that this is a chance to kind of cheer them on. And, you know, the next time, you know, the next time they're playing meaningful games, it's going to be at the trop. Yeah, I guess. I mean, whenever they were supposed to get a hit after the other team scored, they got them. Like that's mm-hmm. sort of the expectations all season was you got the lead, the team fights back that you're playing. You got add-on runs because you're a good lineup. That's what we saw tonight, and the expectations all season were to see that. We haven't been seeing it. It was kind of nice to just see guys getting good pitches, working counts, taking pitchers' pitches when they got a pitch that they were supposed to be hammering. They hammered it. That's expectations, and maybe that's a preview of what we're about to see here on out. And if they do get that because of the pitching they have and the way they play defense, which is elite defense, they're going to win most of those games. Yeah, tonight, you know, you made a good point. This is, I don't have my game notes in front of me. Is this the 106th game or something like that? The Jays haven't made an error. There's some 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 stat here. The Jays have played, uh, have played very well defensively all year. And, 
you know, you made this point earlier. Boy, that 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 outfield defense for uh, for 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 Tampa. You know, we're used to Tampa, the little team that could. They do everything right. They make the right play. They play good defense. They steal bases. They they execute. They do all those things. There's uh, there's some flaws out there. There's some flaws out there defensively for that team. Yeah, they might miss Kiermaier. That might be what it is. It's entirely possible. You have an elite defender. He's not there anymore. Everybody else has to fill in the blanks. Maybe everybody else is not good enough. That's sort of the thing. It's when you go on the road, you have to make the plays you're supposed to make, and Blue Jays are making those. And if the Rays don't make those in the playoffs against the Blue Jays, the Rays will get beat. The uh, Jays have played 106 air-free games this season. That is the most in team history. Uh, they've committed 24 errors since the All-Star break. That's the third fewest in Major League Baseball, and uh, they've not committed an error in their last 10 games. So watch me jinx them uh, ahead of tomorrow's game. But, no, that is, I mean, all kidding aside, it's something I don't think we talk about enough. You know, I look at Bo Bichette, Kevin, and, uh, I mean, I always – I know that I used to get a little criticism because I thought that the criticism of Bo's defense was, was sometimes over the top. Um, but this is the best he's looked defensively, I think, since he's been with this team. And maybe it's your, you know, you always make the point. It's remarkable how good your defense is when you're feeling good at the plate. And maybe that's a thing with Bo. Yeah, perfect practice makes perfect. That's what you see. You you come out and watch him early. He he never misses a ball. He throws it to where he's supposed to throw it. It's at the chest, whether he's running, whether he's out and around the ball, He's following his throws, his good momentum. Like, he's figured out a way to make his practice perfect. That's what the elite ones do. You know, he's just not there quite yet defensively on the elite side. But offensively, you see what he does to baseballs that are at his eyes and an inch away from his hands. He does things to baseballs with the barrel that not too many humans can do. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It's entirely possible that he is not he's not going to be among the very elite gold glove defenders. I mean, uh, you know, that at this stage of his career it's hard it's hard to see that happening. But you got to look at the balance of what he brings to the game. What's wrong with making the routine play all the time? Bingo. Exactly. Do that. Exactly. 416-870-0590 star 590 1-888-666-0590 a winning edition of Blue Jays talk an 11-4 win. Over the Tampa Bay Rays, we'll take a break and come back and look around the out-of-town scoreboard and go back to your calls as well. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Sportsnet Radio Network. The offense, really. I mean, Kirky with the homer, you know, Chappie with another one, you know, Kirky with the big hit. Um, I loved our base running, putting pressure on their outfield. You know, Cav turning that into kind of a little league homer with Bo going hard first to third. Thought you say was really good, um, you know, and it's a tough it's a tough matchup with all the righties for him. But defense was great, um, but really encouraged with the offense. You know, it's timely hitting and um, and home runs. So um, everyone really swung the bat well. Uh, so it was kind of a complete win. Well, if you're going to pick a time for timely hitting, Kevin, September is a perfect time to do it. Yeah, they're getting a good pitch to hit. We've been preaching this all year. So is their team. So is their coaches saying lay off the close one to allow them to throw the one down the middle. When you get it, don't miss it. And last couple of games, they haven't been doing that. You get that one through nine, you're not always going to get the hit, but you're going to instill some fear, and you're going to force them to start aiming baseballs. And when pitchers aim baseballs, they leave them down the middle, and that's when you can hammer them. So you got to be happy with what you're seeing if you're a fan of the Jays. 
Time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can bet in things like player props, totals, or game outcomes across many different sports, 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. There's really only two games of significance right now for Blue Jays fans now that the Jays have uh, put that 11-4 win to bed. Texas and Seattle, they're scoreless in the top of the second inning. The Houston Astros and the Arizona Diamondbacks are scoreless in the bottom of the third inning. And um, I suppose the other game with wild card ramifications in the National League, uh, the Miami Marlins beat Pittsburgh 4-3. And uh, they are, um, well, they are within a uh, two games of getting a playoff spot. Their, post- their, their magic number to clinch a postseason berth dropped to two, they, meaning they could do so as soon as Saturday, and that is... Uh, that is something else for that team. They don't score a lot of runs, but they don't allow a lot of runs at the same time. As a result of that, the standings, the updated standings are as follows. The Baltimore Orioles, they've got, they hit the 100-win plateau last night. Uh, they've clinched the AL East. Tampa second, they're 97-63. The Jays, after tonight's win, are 89 and 71 so the wild card standings are thus Tampa Bay 97 63 nine and a half up Toronto 89 71 one and a half games up with the Houston Astros who are 87 and 72 and the Seattle Mariners 86 and 73 and again the Mariners and Rangers are going at it right now a Mariners loss and the Toronto Blue Jays have punched their ticket into the postseason for the third time in Four years. 416 870 0590 star 591 triple H 590 Kevin and Barry, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Yeah, I was just wondering if you guys think the, the Blue Jays uh, management team is going to keep Hicks and Cabrera on for next year. Uh, Cabrera does, isn't a free eight. Cabrera isn't a free agent. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't. Um, Jordan Hicks is a free agent, and thank you for the call. Uh, Kevin, I think you got to at least have the discussion. Uh, but, again, Jordan Hicks is a free agent, and, uh, you know, he's entirely within his rights to want to to want to test the waters. Yeah, for me, it gets back to that middle or bat. I mean, that's the first thing you got to do, and then you take care of everything else. And if you got whatever you got left over and you want to spend it on an eighth-inning guy that can help you out in the ninth-inning also – yeah, I mean, I don't think signing signing Jordan Hicks shouldn't preclude you from doing anything. I mean, you don't, you've got Hyunjin Ryu's money off the books. You're not going to have Kiermaier, probably not going to have Belt. I mean, you've got a, you got a lot of money to play with next year. Um, you know, you're right. The first priority has to be getting a middle-of-the-order bat. There's there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, i got to have the discussion with Jordan Hicks. Why not? I mean, you know, it, 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 here's the thing. If you don't at least try to re-sign Jordan Hicks, you're going to be trying to trade for Jordan Hicks at the trade deadline. And every year, what have the Jays done at the trade deadline every year? They've tried to bring in, they've t- tried to bring in another reliever. So I, I, think, uh, I think you have to have the discussion. But again, um, you know, he is a free agent. Yenis' Cabrera to me is, I mean, he's under control. I, there's absolutely no reason not to bring him back. Oh, yeah, he's coming back. It the Jordan Hicks thing, I think 98 to 103 don't grow on trees. It's not going to cost you a ton of money. He's happy being here. He likes Pete Walker. 
He likes the organization, whatever they're spewing, trying to get him whatever to throw. Spewing. One, I love the way try, you put that. To try and get him. <laughs> he likes to, whatever they're spewing. <laughs> to try and get him to throw one pitch and not the sweeper. I'd like to see him start throwing a slider, not a sweeper. I think yep. the sweeper, he's doing him a favor. I'm with Why you. would you want to do him a favor? I have no idea. So throw the slider, you know, have it start as a strike and end up as a ball and start. That way you got balls going opposite directions. You can't really tell the difference. A sinker looks like a sinker. A slider looks like a slider. That's not a sweeper. So, you know, you add those two to, those two things together. Why part, not? Yeah, part of me wonders with Jordan Hicks, too, after having such a lousy experience in St. Louis, which he did, after having such a lousy experience in St. Louis, if, as you say, and I have no reason to doubt you, if, as you say, he likes what he sees in this organization, he likes what he sees from Pete Walker, his performance has been good here, um, you know, he may he, he may just decide, hey, if I'm happy and if things are working and if I'm going to get paid, um, you know, why not? I wonder, though, if you're Jordan Hicks, is it important to you to be the closer? Like, that's one thing we don't know. And he's got 32 career saves. Yeah. I mean, I, you get paid in the eighth inning just like you right now get paid in the ninth inning. I mean, you do. I, well, I don't know. You, no, you get how many eighth inning guys got stuff like that or seventh inning guys? I mean, he probably go more than an inning. You're going to pay him maybe like you pay a closer or a little bit less. I mean, again, it's those those kind of guys don't grow on trees, but they're going to. He's going to go where who pays him the most. Yeah, we 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 know that. Yeah, yeah. Rico in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays talk. Oh, thank you. Uh, you guys are terrific. I listen to the games at uh, post game every night. Uh, Kevin Barker, you're so knowledgeable as long as you're calling. I want to thank all the Blue Jays tonight for what a wonderful season. It looks like they're going to make it. Do you think they could go all the way? Do they have the stuff to go all the way? I'll listen to your answer. Thank you tonight. Wow. I like that. It makes me want to run through a wall. Um, sure. Why, why couldn't they go all the way? Can they beat the Braves in a in a playoff series? I, can they beat the Phillies in a playoff series? Can they offensively hit good pitching that we haven't seen consistently from this lineup? I bet they got really good pitching, and they play really, really good defense. And if they're running the bases the way they run them tonight, you put, I mean, not all the teams that are going to play have defenses like the Blue Jays have. Put pressure on them. You make them throw you out. You're smart about it. You don't run yourself out of innings. They do that. That sort of might make up for guys that, you know, they're still, just because dudes are hitting home runs on balls down, don't mean that they still don't like the ball up. So, and in the playoffs, if you got a weakness, they're going to attack that. They, there is some, quite a few guys in this lineup who have obvious weaknesses. So, it's nice to see this. Can they go all the way? Sure, it's baseball. I mean, anybody can do that. But is there other teams that probably have more balance on both sides of the ball? Yeah. I mean, you look around the American League. Now, John Gray just went on the IL. Um, but you look around the American League, Texas's pitching is a mess. Their bullpen, as we saw last night, is awful. Might be the worst bullpen of any team going into the postseason. Um, I'm not buying the Texas Rangers, even if they clinch tonight. I'm not buying the Texas Rangers. Houston's a very good team. The Jays play Houston very well. They have this year. They did last year. Uh, But, of course, Houston's got the postseason pedigree. Um, But they also have some pitching issues. 
Uh, you know, Minnesota, I think the Twins, the, the biggest accomplishment for the Twins this year was the New York Yankees not making the playoffs. I think people may be sleeping on the Twins. Does that mean that the Jays can't beat them? No, absolutely not. Uh, Tampa, look, I've made my point about Tampa, and, you know, I'm you know, not everybody agrees with me. Barker doesn't agree with me. I think they're the preferred matchup for the first round. Baltimore, I mean, who the hell knows? Uh, Baltimore supposedly had no pitching. The pitcher they added at the trade deadline, the Helton, hasn't done anything. Uh, they were supposedly too young, and they just keep winning. So I, I just kind of shrug about the Baltimore Orioles. You know, I, to me, they're the best team in the American League. Um, they have the best lineup in the American League. They play really good defense. I mean, the bullpen would be better with Felix Batista. Uh, and, and the rotation, yeah, the rotation concerns me. But, but again, they keep winning. So, yeah, listen, I, I, I certainly don't think that, uh, you know, it, it, if the Jays were in the National League, I'd, I'd be saying you ain't getting past Atlanta or, uh, uh, or Philadelphia even. But I don't see any team in the American League that I don't think the Jays can beat, Kevin. Do you? I think they'd have a tough time against the Orioles. I think probably. It would be tough. Yes, I think probably because the the Texas Rangers can put up some crooked numbers in multiple innings, the lineup would have to do some things, right? Match that. If you think they can do that, then I mean that's a that'd be a tall order. I'm not saying they can't beat the Rangers, but yeah, look, it's because of the the way they pitch, the way they play defense, the Blue Jays, especially in the outfield, they got a good chance of beating anybody. It's just the lineup consistently mm-hmm. against really good pitching that can attack weaknesses. And again, I look, I ain't trying to burst nobody's bubble because they look really, really good tonight. But there's obvious holes, and we all know what they are. If we all know what they are, really good pitchers are going to know what they are. So that for me is the one little thing is it's not their pitching, it's not their defense, it's not their baseball IQ, it's not their manager, it's not their pitching coach. It's the lineup. Can the lineup consistently compete even if they have weaknesses? Foul the ball off up to get the ball down that you can stay in the big part of the field and maybe backspin something for a homer. That's the thing. If they can do that, yeah, sure, why not? Hassan and Waterloo, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, how's it going, guys? Going well. Jays won. It's a Friday night. What could be better? (laughs) Well, Texas could be hammering Seattle. That would be better, but anyhow. Yes, that would be better. Um, I got a question for you. I watch a lot of NBA, and I know like teams in, in spots like the Jays, they have an opportunity to kind of see who their matchup will be against. Do you guys see a better matchup versus the Rays versus the Twins? or um, And do you think the Jays should play off that if they clinch either tonight or tomorrow in Sunday's game? I mean, I don't think – thanks for the call. I'm not entirely certain that they have – they can be choosy as to who they're gonna they're gonna play against. I mean, I I've said I I don't want any part of Minnesota because Minnesota hits Kevin Gossman hard, and the games are gonna be outdoors in Minnesota. And all things considered, pitching and outfield defense and defense those are my three strengths. I think those play better at Tropicana Field than they do outdoors. Uh, that's kind of where I am where I am with that. And and I think Kevin you probably differ from me in that cuz I think you you'd rather get a hold of the Twins than the Rays. And I and I get your point. I mean you're you're going to be if you go through playing the Rays in a wild card series, that's a whole hell of a lot of baseball against the Rays in a very short period of time. That's 
and the Rays do tend to expose your weakness. That's nine games in a very short period of time, too, right? And yes. You know, you're not going to be facing the people you face tonight with the Rays. Uh, the Twins got 85 wins. The, the Rays have 97 wins. That's the reason why they have 97 wins. I know they don't have their complete lineup. If they did, they'd be more balanced. They could run lefties out against a bunch of right-handed pitchers like some of the Twins. The Twins are going to have some balance, and those lefties that the Twins do have in their order might be a tough get for Gosman and Bassett and Barrios and you're going to have to make really good pitches against them. I just, you know, again, I look at the Twins. They'd be in fourth place in the American League East. Yeah. Uh, the, I, maybe. I mean, they are hitting a bunch of homers, and they don't think they strike out a ton. So, yeah, either way, Kevin Gosman ain't pitching Sunday. So, yep. huh, you do what you do until Sunday. By the way, there is one more uh, wild, card, wild card story to keep an eye on. The Cubs and Brewers are tied at three in the ninth inning. A Cubs loss and the Arizona Diamondbacks have punched their ticket into the postseason. Of course, the Diamondbacks are playing Houston right now. So, it's all it's all kind of coming together in this uh, in what should be a pretty frenetic final 48 hours of baseball. Or perhaps... You know, it's entirely possible that other than the Marlins, stuff is wrapped up, largely wrapped up by the time we come back to the to the field tomorrow. Um, and I've got to think if you're, I've, I've just I've got to think if you're the Jays and John Schneider getting, it'd be nice to take the field tomorrow knowing that you got that that you got that playoff spot because I do think Kevin, I, like a lot of people, we've had this idea that with the Jays, it's just a matter of getting in, just a matter of getting in, resetting. You know, now you forget about you forget about your record inside the AL East, all that stuff that doesn't matter. Forget about your you know, your offensive woes at home or whatever, you reset. It's the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you win two nothing, two one, three two. You got great pitching, you got a deep, deep bullpen, and you know that you're gonna catch the ball and throw the ball and make the plays. Yeah. I think it's pretty straightforward. There you go. 11-4, the Blue Jays have beaten the Tampa Bay Rays in the first game of a three-game series at the Rogers Center. Tomorrow's game is a 3:07 first pitch. And again, if the Seattle Mariners lose tonight to the Texas Rangers, and they are scoreless right now in the bottom of the second inning with Nathan Uvalde on the mound for the Texas Rangers, a Seattle loss. And when you wake up tomorrow morning... Your Toronto Blue Jays will be in the playoffs. Seattle win, and we get to do it all over again tomorrow with the same thing at stake. So, thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. While the team makes a push for the postseason, make sure you are prepping your ride for cold weather with Crown, Canada's number one rust protection. Book your appointment today at crown.com or visit the location nearest you.